There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. What are you doing? Filming on top of filming? I'm filming on top of filming. I'm filming my voice while I'm filming, listening and filming us our audio. And then we got a film of the camera there. Say hi, John. Hi. All right. A little behind the scenes during the scene? Yeah, a little behind the scenes during the scene. Oh, I like that. All right. Okay, I'm going to go finish recording my podcast. If you're on Instagram, you probably can see that video. Okay. Well, welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, our Thursday podcast. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, although you may not know that because we had some episodes in the queue. We did. We were queued up. But we're back now, and now we're behind, so we're pretty much <laughs> scheduled. We're pretty much filming our podcast to be like released um, ASAP. So, anyway, um, I hope everyone's doing well and uh, enjoying their summer. I hope everyone's well too. Oh, uh, you know what? You're making fun of me. Uh, okay, so I'm a little awkward. You know that happens. It's like every time we go away and we come back, we get awkward, or you, I get awkward. You may get awkward. You're just wearing denim. The whole denim. You know outfit. what? Do you remember when, when you were in high school and you would meet those um, like 30 or 40-year-olds and they were still dressed like from their glory days? Oh, geez. And you're like, oh, that's pathetic. Like they're stuck in the 70s or stuck in the early 80s. So whatever. what are you stuck in right now? I am, I am not letting go of the 90s. I have decided that that was the best time of my <sighs> life. You just need a little triangle on the back of your butt that says guess on it and you're solid. Okay. Do you know what I did when I was in junior high? Um, I went to school with a lot of people who would shop for their school clothes at Dillard's and Foley's. It was Foley's. We were JC Penney's and Bell's kids. Shoot. I was <laughs> layaway at uh, Mervyn's or Wiener's. Heck we yeah. Actually, We'd we, go a couple months early. Yeah. You didn't have to do layaway. Yeah. My mom did layaway. We did layaway. Um, and, and I don't know nothing about me. <laughs> we did layaway and resale shops. Mm-hmm. And I wanted guest jeans so bad. All the girls had guest jeans. So I found a pair of Jordache jeans. Nice. And then I found Jordache. an old pair of guest jeans and I cut out the guest symbol okay. and glued it on the back nice. of my Jordache jeans. That is so good. And got caught the first day. 
Well, it's probably sticking out over the pocket. It was like, you know, glued on. It was super, like, like a hot glue gun. Excuse me, ma'am, your guest symbol is falling off. Oh, but you know, this, these are the things that happens with children when they are all wearing like name brand clothes and then you got somebody. I guess it just wasn't for you, honey. But you know what? Our kids have not cared at all. Well, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's a blessing or curse or just fortune or what, but we started doing all the hand-me-downs from day one. Like, I don't even think we bought clothes for them until they got into first and second grade. Because when you were teaching at all the, you, you taught at four different, five different gyms. So you were in front of women in group fitness and anybody that said, hey, I'm, I'm getting rid of this or I'm about to do this. We would get bags of clothes oh, from so the nice. Woodlands moms. And these things were designer clothes with uh, price tags and stuff still on them. I know. They so were- we never bought anything. Well, we did. I still bought things, but but we got you we know all the, all the extras. You go to Target and get that Carl Carl Jack or whatever it's called. Carl and Jack. I Carl don't know. and Jack. Jack and Jane. I don't know. That's that's a name brand. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? I'm sorry. All right, so um, summertime. We're just summer, summer, summer. Do you know you sang that exact song, and or I did. When we, when we landed? When we first talked, when we first started summer, we sang that same song. Um, oh, you did that when, you, you do that when you pick the kids up on the last day of school, you crank that up. Always, summer, summer, summertime. Heck yeah. Will Smith, baby. Um, you know what? We have been staying home most weekends, and that's been so much fun. It's been nice. Well, not I don't know about fun, but... It's been fun. You've been getting a ton of projects done. I don't know what the heck I've been doing. <laughs> I have no clue. I, I couldn't tell you what I've gotten done. But Trey has been a machine cleaning out the garage and the shed. Power washing. Power washing and staining the deck. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been he's been a manly man. I had those boys do all that. Well, I've been I've been monitoring my fourteen year old. Yeah, but you did all the clean out of the shed. Yeah, I don't let him do that. Trey is just. So you know about Trey. He may be a hot mess at times. Thanks. You're welcome. He is OCD about the garage and the shed. I mean, he it's practically alphabetized. Listen, practically. that's my world. I'm in chaos in the house because you and <gasps> your... Oh, what's the word? Your struggles with um, keeping things clean. Are you kidding Listen. That is insulting. I, it, our house. Uh, maybe is it should so, sting. Our house is so clean because and we have a maid. It is <laughs> very organized. Because you straighten it before Dama comes. I do not. You can't have even get clutter. the words out right now. Okay, listen. I'm. You know what? I, I didn't call you a slob. That would have been mean. Uh, there are. I have a <laughs> lot of friends that have a ton of clutter. You don't know clutter. Oh, I do. Okay, you know what? Work. Our house is is organized for the most part. And it is. It is it a is. constant work. Super in progress. proud of us. It is a constant work in progress. Okay, I'm a minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, now let's move on. Let's let's do that. Our our vacation that we did take uh, as a family. Well, we did not go uh, with River. We left River with my sister. Thank you, Mandy. We went to California. So. I hate saying it. It was so nice without him for that one trip. Only that I one know. trip. I know. You know, the, I think it's really good to split up your kids and spend time <laughs> with them. Because the little one, you know, you can mix the little one. Yeah, the little one goes along with the big one. But it's just a different dynamic. Oh, yeah. So we, Trey and I and Avery and Evan flew to California to go to L.A. to visit my Aunt Rebecca, my cousin Grace, and her babies Hugh and True and her husband Ray. Super cute kids. And hey, Hugh. And anyway, we went to What's L.A. Up, True? We went to uh, L.A. and had a really, really good time. And it was just so much fun with the older kids because we got to ride everywhere on scooters on Venice Beach. They loved Venice Beach. They loved going around. I have to say, it was really, really refreshing going all up and down the boardwalk there. Well, it's a boardwalk. It's cement. But seeing how many people were active all along you the beach. You loved that, didn't you? I did. All along the beach, you had 
these like built-in jungle or not jungle gyms, but these built-in gyms like pull-up bars and rope climbs and no, it was uh, really cool and uh, rings like rings that you would. It was a little on. weird though when you were driving the scooter, ringing the bell, just telling everybody, "Hey, good job, keep it up." What are you talking about? I'm just playing. You didn't do that. I did do that. I know. It wasn't weird. It was weird. I told people good job. You know what? Everybody likes a good job. Everybody wants to add a boy. Nobody knows who you are on the scooter passing them while they're on the beach doing some pull-ups and I, you're yelling out, good job. Uh, I don't care. I made their day and they'll never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to be your own entertainment sometimes, Trey. Okay. So um, then I loved seeing the skateboard park and seeing everybody out there really active and the uh, roller skating, the mi- like mini roller skating oh, ring. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That was my favorite. Yeah, that was an interesting moment when we were watching all of those um, roller skaters. Mm-hmm. And the one thing the dude said when we rented the scooters was, don't take your eyes off of them. Somebody will steal them. Mm-hmm. And it was me, you, Aunt Rebecca, because Evan and Avery were out running around. And we had parked the scooters sitting in front of the, the roller rink area. And we're just mesmerized by the music and all the stuff they're doing and just the choreography and just how everybody's having a good time. And we turn around and one of our scooters is gone. And we were like, what somebody stole the it. hell? And we start freaking out. Amy goes left. I go right. Rebecca stays there. And we're I'm, I'm like on a mission trying to hunt down this little punk that stole this freaking scooter. Because those things are 1200 bucks, man. And, and I took off to the we left. We even had them for 20 minutes. I took off to the left. Trey took up off to the right. And I'm like, just looking for somebody on a scooter and they're everywhere a very annoying sound in the microphone i'm sorry like everywhere you turn somebody's on a scooter is like is that mine is that mine is that mine yeah so about 20 minutes go by and then uh evan comes rolling up hey guys what's going on it's like evan we can't find the scooters i'm on it it's right here yeah it's like it was you yeah evan took the scooter it yeah. was his scooter. He did. He but Trey. He, he said, claims that I turned around and looked at him and said, "See you later." Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I I believe Evan. Trust me, <laughs> I totally believe Evan That's on that probably one. Probably true. Um, my other favorite part was seeing people on the grass and doing acrobatic oh, but hold on. yoga. Hold on, let's go back to you. Not only went to go look for the scooter, you went all the way back to the place we bought it from mm-hmm. and was frantically saying somebody stole my husband's scooter we don't know where it's at it's like you went back to where it was from and told him yeah and then we found it like 15 minutes later but i didn't want to tell him that you took the eyes out your eyes off the scooter and and let go so i told him that trey was tying his shoe and i'm like i'm not gonna hold a lie that wasn't true on something that happened yeah and it's then, like our son took it. No so big deal. Then he starts to like frantically jump on the bike like he's about to go kick some butt. Like this is a California, like old guy, like old school California. He's like, dude. where's that son of a B at? I'm going to go find yeah. him. Steal my scooter. Yeah. He you was, had him all fired up. He was ready to fire. And then I, I had the phone on me. I go like, wait a second. False alarm. We found it. We got it. He's like, who was it? I was like, and Trey had already told me it was Evan. I was like, um... It was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. It was pretty fun. Uh, I I really enjoyed the acrobatic yoga, like seeing people on their on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they have the beach, and then they have a boardwalk, and then there's um, either more sand or there's big uh, patches of grass. And so you just saw people out there on yoga mats uh, doing acrobatic that yoga, area cheerleading. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That area had, um, it was almost like a, a cushioned ground mm-hmm. um, because they were doing the acrobatics. They were doing all the choreography of like holding people up and spinning like, them around. Like and then when they would jump stuff. down, it would be like this soft cushiony mat Yeah, that, that was, was cool. actually out there. I mean, they had pickleball, they had tennis, they had basketball. They had all the, the rings and the ropes and the, the work. And they actually had the tight ropes. Mm-hmm. So they had posts, and then these people would bring their own tightrope. Hey, we could do that at the house. No, the people would bring their own tightropes, and they would sit there and do juggling and do all this stuff. So I mean, everywhere you turned, you could be mesmerized by looking at somebody, and they're just in their natural state on the beach having a good time. They yeah. do it every day. 
And I especially appreciated um, just the diversity that was down there with the people. And yeah, there were a lot of homeless people. I'm glad we didn't have River down there because it would have been a little, it might have been a little shocking for River. But I think Avery and Evan, you know, they're eighth grade, ninth grade, well, going into ninth and tenth. I think it was great for them to see you know, this life that people are, this lifestyle that people have. Some choose it, some don't. Um, You weren't really seeing a whole lot of, they just, people were just, very eclectic. <laughs> is, is everybody, was do, everybody was doing them. But as far as like the people who are totally wigged out, that was more on um, Skid Row or Sixth Street. And we did go downtown. I'll tell you about that in a second. But down there at, at Venice Beach, it, there, there was the smell of marijuana like everywhere. Oh, dude, the vibe from Santa Monica to Venice. Like Santa Monica was more of a... I wouldn't say prim and proper, but it was more pristine and it was just a different vibe. And you, you roll into Venice and it's like reggae, chill, music playing, people just hanging out, smoking, playing basketball, doing their thing. And it was just a much more relaxed vibe over in Venice. We loved it over there. It, it was a little bit dirtier, um, not going to lie. Um, very I kind of liked that, though. You you liked the, the restrooms? Oh, well, I mean, I didn't go to the dang restrooms. I'm just talking about just like the environment. It was just more chill. I had to go pee so bad, and I was not even going to. I mean, the, the, it was like a third world country in those public bathrooms. So, oh, my God. You're so dramatic. It was not a third world. I uh, went okay. into one, and it was clean. You have to stand up. You get to stand up. I, ha- I have to like. You can hover. I, yeah, but what if you fall? Don't fall. I, it's, still, it's still too close for comfort, so I got a cup. Oh, my God. I went to the bathroom with a cup. And I got a to-go cup, and that's that's how I went. <laughs> I went pee in a cup. Good for and you. Then well, I it's fitting. You do that in the truck all the time. So whatever, Trey. Shh. That's a mason jar though that you use. Oh my god! Seriously, <laughs> I I have used in the in the past um, a mason jar, but you know what? We're gonna move on now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought it was really good for the kids to be able to see with, uh, a little bit of the world um, and the very different lifestyle that people have and um, make their own um, observations rather than us just telling them that this is uh, this is a life. And I appreciated what? No, I was going to say that, I mean, as far as like Evan, <clears throat> he's such a free spirit. He didn't really care about any of that stuff. He went right to the basketball court started talking to the boys, hey, can I can I get in on this game? And yeah. then he was he got in, then they wanted to use his ball, and then they were just hanging out with him. Already started calling him Blondie and White Boy on the court. That's funny. <laughs> he was getting it. I know, but I, I'm saying that I just appreciate – Evan did observe that – he they could they saw they saw at least two people on Venice Beach who were wigged out on something, and I thought that that was they needed to see something like that. They they needed to see it. for River. He didn't need to see that just yet. No. Um, the, the little boy on all fours in the sand. <coughs> you're jumping ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just now excited. we're moving to Skid Row. Okay. I, I wasn't on Skid Row. That was just on the corner. We were almost. At, we were going to Skid Row. We were going to 6th Street, and there was a guy. You Go ahead. You tell him. There was a guy at the stoplight over the left in the median, and he's just sitting in sand, and he's he's on all fours, and he's just throwing sand in his face, mm-hmm. just right and left, every about two seconds, just throwing sand in his face. And I don't know if he had – yeah, he was he was tripped out. He was tripped out on something. If you were to visualize someone in the Middle East in, um, like, just – rags clothes like a very poor country in the middle east and it's just sand on the ground and he's on all fours just like tossing the sand in his face that's kind of what it looked like is that bad is that a bad description i mean you he, you, you threw saying, the middle east in there it was it was just a concrete it was, a, it was an empty patch inside the concrete that had sand in it well it was still sand and, okay. and he had tan um clothing on so we'll go with that okay all right well anyway um Let's see. Uh, Chinatown was fun. Kids enjoyed it. Um, got to see a lot of um, interesting little shops, and that was pretty cool. You bought the biggest piece of cinnamon. I did. In Chinatown. And that stupid hat. My Asian hat is not stupid, and it is very convenient. 
It is very convenient. And I You look like Charlie running down the road. You had you had a little little circle and a point. It's it's that's the that's an Asian hat. Yeah. It's a what a Chinese hat. <clears throat> it was it. not stupid. It was very unique. It is, you looked cute um, in it. It is very uh, rude for you to say that about someone else's culture, Trey. I apologize. So, okay. Um, I still use it uh, to go out to the garden <laughs> now because it's convenient and I don't have to mess up my hair. And it goes on really quick. Okay. So after California, we came home. Are we done with California? We're done with California. We're not talking about the protesters? Oh, go ahead. Go talk, talk about the protesters. Spend 30 minutes on California. Okay. Hey, listen, this is quick, but it's important and it's relative. So apparently there's a union of employers. Uh, there's a union for the employees in the hotel industry, and they've been in a battle for six months over benefits and wages, and it ended June 30th, and it was not in the favor of the employees. So July 1st at 5 o'clock in the morning, they, and I say they, hundreds of people at multiple different hotels were out protesting with signs, with drums, with bullhorns, with cattlebells, and they literally were surrounding the hotel we were staying in, and we had to get escorted into the hotel the very first moment we were getting there. We're like, what in the heck is going on? This looks like a war zone. And, uh, they were protesting and they did that for four days from five o'clock in the morning until seven o'clock at night out in front of our hotel. And the, the, there was limited staff. None of the restaurants were open. We didn't have turndown service. We didn't have room service. We, we had limited people working at the hotel and people were livid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they moved us actually from one wing of the hotel to the other. So we'd get away from the protesters. But, um, yeah, we were stuck. We couldn't leave. We couldn't go anywhere. We still heard them at nighttime. We heard them <clears throat> and they weren't, they were on strike, but it was more like a protest. Yes, they were on strike. And listen, we understood both sides of the story. We went out and talked to some of them, and you know, they were telling us what and why they were doing it, and the hotel was explaining their side of it. And I guess the collateral damage was just the, the people there at the hotel having to go through that experience um, during that. And there was a family from New York that was having their wedding there in front of that big fig tree. They probably dropped one hundred and fifty grand on their wedding, and they literally – had barriers and walls and stuff built and then speakers facing out towards the the protesters so they could actually have some sort of, uh, I guess, muffling of the noise during their wedding. And you even went out there, the hotel went out there, the wedding party went out there and was like, hey, can y'all just like stop pounding the drum for 20 minutes so these guys can say their vows? And uh, they're like, nope. You shouldn't be paying this hotel money. Leave now. And we're it was like, crazy. you guys are just assholes. But I just thought it was so rude that somebody is trying to exchange their vows and they're literally out there with buckets and bullhorns and all the things that they Grace kept saying. The said. Fairmont is puta. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had an early morning unsolicited alarm clock. Oh yeah, five something in the morning. Yep. But, but we ended up getting the, I've already gotten half of the trip reimbursed from the hotel and I'm in a dispute right now with Amex to get the other half. So potentially we get the whole trip paid for other than our airfare. Yeah, that would be Because cool. of the protesters. Well, we almost got to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger and, Schwarzenegger. and we, uh, we missed him by about mm, 45 seconds. So basically every morning. Arnold goes out there and parks his car at the hotel, and then he rides a bike down Santa Monica Beach and down to Venice Beach, and then he turns around and he comes back, and then he eats breakfast at the Fig, and then he uh, gets in his car, and then he leaves, and he's done that year after year after year, and I was sitting there eating some breakfast. And well, this was the last day we were leaving. Yeah. And it was the first day that the restaurant was open because the, the protesters go for four days and then they stop. And then they go back to the negotiation table and they stop protesting until they negotiate again. And if they don't get what they want, they go protest again. So they, now it was like intermission. Mm-hmm. And so the restaurant was open for the first time that morning you went down there. And that's why Arnold came back. Yeah, well, I, I saw this couple, and they just get up and run off. And I'm like, what happened? They're like, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, then they leave their 12-year-old and their infant at the table, like yeah, these she, two she ladies. Yeah, she was like, uh, watch your brother. Bye. 
<laughs> ran off. It was pretty funny. Um, okay, and then I just got back from Salt Lake City. I went to the annual Young Living Convention, and I'm so glad I did. It was so much fun. It's amazing how just getting away for four days is so refreshing. I mean, I went Wednesday. I left Wednesday afternoon. I came back Saturday evening, and was that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Saturday. Yeah, that was four days. And we just had so much fun. It was just me and two of my friends that went. And, and all your oily women. And then nobody knows what oily mean women means. Well, then they need to ask when okay. I say it. it. When Trey says oily women, it's like essential oil people. People are using essential oils, so they got. Listen, oils. I would go up to those those conventions with you, and there'd be thirty thousand women up there on fire for oils, and so I'd call them oily women. Yeah. They, so that was your pe- that's your people. Well, it was definitely a lot or smaller. Cuckoo this... for cocoa puffs. But hey, you know what? And I don't mean that disrespectfully. We just made a lot of money off those ladies. Oh, Getting in my sparkle dust outfit and slinging some dust. Yeah, we we would take our sparkle dust up to convention and sell at a trade show before the convention started. With it was a trade show or um, like a vendor show with. Everything essential oil and health related, and we would bring our sparkle dust, and we sold a lot, thousands of them. Yes, it was awesome. But my favorite part of convention was um, going hiking. We went to nice. I think it's called Canyon Ridge in uh, Park City, and we hopped on the gondola. We went to the top, we did a hike, and then we came back down, and then we ate dinner. That was probably the most fun that I had. How was the weather? Uh, it's amazing. I mean, it's warm, but it's not humid. Like, you know, your hair, the curls stay. It's awesome. <laughs> and That's how that works. I love going around the expo because in the expo, you have uh, samples of all the products. So I'm like taking a bath in all the different essential oils, practically taking a bath. And uh, Ningxia Red, which you've probably heard us advertise for Ningxia Red on the podcast, they have these Ningxia slushies, and it's the, it, they just pour the Ningxia Red in a, a margarita maker. And I probably would have 10 ounces of Ningxia Red every day. Was it a, they had the Ningxia bar in the oh, whole Oh, it would clean me out, but I would be so energized. I mean, there were two mornings specifically that I remember waking up, and I was puffy and you could see it in my face i was puffy i I was just swollen puffy groggy and then i would go get uh probably what four ounces of the ningxia slushy and then it would just and there's no caffeine it's just pure nutrients it would just be like i mean all the swelling went away and i just woke up like it was it was amazing nice yeah that was probably my favorite part okay the next thing i want to talk about you know what trey you go ahead and introduce i don't know what that is right there Oh no, that's that's your deal. No, you you're the you're you are the initiator. So why don't you say it? I'm not the initiator. You you you, you told me you liked physical touch. So then we started cuddling at night. Yeah, it's kind of awkward to even say out loud. It is awkward, isn't it? It sounds really weird. Yeah, let's let's move on. No, we, <laughs> no, because this may help other people. So we got to talk about it. Good luck, folks. Well, why don't you describe what we do? Well, some of it we can't talk about, honey. <laughs> Why don't you talk about it? <laughs> what the hell are you putting me on the spot for? I, I told you I didn't even want to talk about it. I'm I'm putting Trey on the spot Not because it. it is funny to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. At nighttime, Trey and I used to be like, good night. He, he would roll left. I would roll right. River would be in the middle as a divider, <laughs> like dividing the two of us. Basically, like cock blocking, if you will. <laughs> and um, but basically, that that is a it's it was a physical divider of the two of us, right? That's fair. And we have been really working hard to get River to sleep in his own room, and he sometimes does, but he, most of the he time, does most of the time now. But most of the time, Trey he'll fall asleep in our bed, and then Trey ends up picking him up and taking him. And that dude's heavy now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like legs are flopping all the way down past my knees. It's like, all right, this is ridiculous. I'm going to wake him up and have him walk next time. <laughs> Aw, poor kid. Poor kid. He's going into first grade. He's 46 months. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's still, uh, what was that? Um, oh, what movie was that? Grown Ups. I, is it? Oh, Grown Ups. Okay. It's like, how old is he? Oh, he's 46, 48 months. Still nursing, yeah. Walks no. up to his River mom. Mom, I need some nursing. milk. Okay. <laughs> 
All right. So after we've gotten, you know, River to go to his bed, um, Trey and I decided, and this is after doing the re-engage course, that physical touch was an important part of a relationship, but necessary port, physical touch doesn't necessarily mean sex. Okay. It can also mean just energetically connection, connecting. What, seven out of 10 times it leads to things. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> so we have intentionally cuddled. <laughs> it sounds so, so bad. funny. It, we have, we have intentionally oh. cuddled at night to connect us in an intimate way. And we used to never be able to fall asleep. It was like four or five minutes and we're like, yeah, okay, good night. And then we'd roll over and then I'd roll over. But we have, I've noticed that we have both stuck in it. And after about five minutes, maybe 10, our heartbeat starts to connect and our breathing starts to connect and it starts to become in sync. And that, I know it sounds funny. It's so hard for me to hold a masculine place in this world when we talk about this. Well, you should be proud. This is very masculine. <laughs> but there is an energetic connection that happens. It is, it's the same as when you do skin to skin with a baby. A baby is born and it lies on your chest. Your breathing becomes a little bit more in sync. Your heartbeats connect. There, it, it is. It's an energetic connection. If there wasn't an energetic connection between two people, you wouldn't shock each other at times. You know, whenever you both have the static or whatever. So, in shock. I have personally been fulfilled in a way, and I know Trey has too. Don't lie. Seven out of ten times I am. Trey, you're such a butt. <laughs> Listen, this is a very different conversation that I'm not used to sharing or discussing. So just let's let's just keep it where hey, we're at. Hey, Josh Avila, if you're listening, I want you to call Trey <laughs> and make fun of him for cuddling. Um, <laughs> uh, what else we got on here? Okay, but here's what I want to say, though, just to, to close You've that out. said enough. Close out point number four. I feel like when we have that connection of cuddling at night, (laughs) the next day, I have been confused, like, wait a second, were we, did we have intimacy last night? Like, and then I'm like, wait, no, we didn't. All we did was cuddle. So it brings forth almost the same level of intimacy, sort of. Hold on. Now you're challenging other things. When you're comparing cuddling to other things. Why why, why is that wrong? You've said that too, though. I've never said that. Yeah, you have. I have not. You're, you're really, I've you, never said that this is equal to that. It's not necessarily equal. Or even equivalent. Or it's a fulfillment. Same, okay. It's a fulfillment. But, but women especially need that. I'm very happy that you are fulfilled. Okay, thanks. All right. Okay. So moving on, I just want to inspire people. You know, I, I, what, what works for us, what works for me, that is my personality. Um, I will share. All right. So next thing that we're going to talk about, and we're going to have to go really quick because we've been talking about, um, cuddling way too long (laughs) and LA and homeless and, um, and all that for a little bit too long. So anyway, the uh, thing that I want to talk about today, just just to give you a little health topic, would be the benefits of starting your day with a walk. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I can't look at you. You looked at me like you were embarrassed for me. I'm always embarrassed you know for you, honey. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Number one, and this is just, look, here's the deal. You guys know this. I know you know it. You know all these things. But sometimes we need a friendly reminder, and sometimes I need a friendly reminder too. And while I was in LA and I saw the amount of people who were active out there in the morning, and I, it just it reminded me to get on my rollerblades. Oh my god! <laughs> so I've been getting on my rollerblades since I've been home with your and, grandma hat on <laughs> and going for a walk. And I think that there's so much benefit. Not a walk. To you're going for a. A, a roll. Well, I, I some mornings rollerblade, some mornings for a walk. Mm. Okay, number one, you are going to boost your energy. If you took two people side by side, one of them got 
no sleep that night, or both of them, sorry, both of them had horrible sleep. You give one of them a cup of coffee, and then you have the other one go for a 20-minute walk. The person who went for a 20-minute walk actually ended up having more energy overall for the day than the person who just drank a cup of coffee. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you are going to boost your energy for the day. You're going to improve your mood. It helps you improve your self-esteem, boost your mood, reduces stress, anxiety, fatigue, and it does help ease symptoms of depression and reduce your risk of depression. So maybe you are a person who struggles with depression, anxiety, but you're not in it right now. If you go for a walk, look at that as your daily antidepressant. That is your daily, um, what is it, uh, prerequisite for becoming depressed in the future okay (laughs) complete your walk it off it it completes your physical activity for the day um in the morning you have just rested and you go for a walk you are now automatically starting your day in the green you have gotten all you've it's like getting up and starting and cleaning up your house and it's done for the day you don't have to worry about it so when you get up and you get your walking done out of the way you have you've set your day right because you got that done if i were to give you a recommendation i would say 30 minutes five days a week walking that is the minimum requirement for you to really start seeing some benefits What? Yeah, I'm just looking at Trey. Do you feel that awkward silence? If you're watching on the YouTube, Trey's just shaking his head. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. 30 minutes a day. All right. Five days a week. Number four, it's going to help you lose weight. When you are out walking um, at a moderate pace for about 30 minutes, you can burn up to about 150 calories. It's not a whole lot, but you're going to increase your metabolism for the rest of the day. A little bit more. Now, if you add strength training to the mix, you are going to really, you're going to exponentially increase your overall caloric burn for a 24-hour period. So adding a little bit of strength training in is, I mean, you just you just tenfold your results of the walking. Um, manage your health conditions. Studies show that walking for 30 minutes per day can reduce your risk for heart disease by up to 19%. If you live with diabetes, walking may also help lower your blood sugar levels. I have had many times where I have felt my blood sugar rise um, in the evening, and for me, that's not good at all. Um, In the evening, I cannot sleep um, or I wake up with a headache, a really bad headache, if I have blood sugar um, too high. So sometimes that means that I've had to go for a walk in the evening just to walk off that blood sugar, to burn it off. Um, it strengthens your muscles. If you go for a walk and you have not been for a walk in a while uh, and you walk at a pretty moderate pace, you're going to notice your legs are going to be twitching like the little muscle fibers. You're going to feel that little twitch at the end of the night or at the end of your walk. That is your muscles getting stronger. And yes, you will adapt. You will adapt. So what is a moderate pace? Because when I go on a walk, I just want to walk and just chill and enjoy the 15 or 20 minutes out. You're like freaking speed walking, trying to get the heart rate going, trying to go as far as you can, as long as you can in that short period of time. I'm like, this is not a walk. This is exercise. Duh. That's what I'm trying to do, Trey, exercise. Yeah, I like to walk. Well, okay, let me tell you. Trey walks like it's a Sunday and I dragged him to the outlet mall and he's bored and puts his hands in his pockets and he's just slowly walking, not in any hurry. Just, I mean. He's trying to honor that quality time, honey. Yeah, that's what. And then I'm out there like I'm pushing a stroller trying to keep a baby happy and to get back home before nap time and and pushing through. Um, Purposeful. Yeah, well. Okay, when you go get your the cardiovascular, your movement, Trey goes and runs. I, I, my body, there is a lot of pounds per square foot. 
uh, per square inch on my feet. And it is not, I am not the body type to go run. Oh, so once you get that thing in motion, it's hard to stop. Is that what you're saying? That thing? That thing. Well, you are tall. You're tall and lean. And then I'm shorter and I've got thicker muscles with an extra layer around it. And my, (laughs) my hip base is wider. I am not a runner. I'm just not. So I have to walk in order to get my vigorous cardio exercise, which is actually not vigorous, vigorous, but whatever. All right, you're going to strengthen your muscles. Okay, it improves your mental clarity. Walking helps you with your mental clarity, your ability to focus throughout the day. There was a study that found that among older adults, those who started their days with a morning walk improved their cognitive function compared to those who were sedentary. You're going to get blood flow up to your brain. So think about it. You're you're trying to brainstorm in a meeting or in a session. Um, you're working with clients. You're working with coworkers. You need your brain to be freshly oxygenated. You need fresh blood going through there. If you are stagnant, it is not going, you're not going to think as clear. You've got to get your body moving and this will help you with problem solving and uh, creative free flow ideas, all of that. Get your body moving, get your body flowing, and you will see a major difference. You'll have better sleep at night. Those who exercise in the morning versus the evening experience much better quality of sleep at night. You're tired. You remember whenever I had Dr. Nyman on here? That's, I mean, I don't know the, 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 the statistics on that, but I, I'm, I can work out in the evening or in the morning and still pass out and fall asleep well. Well, it's called a study, and not everybody falls within one category. They have to go the majority. Okay. So, yeah, Trey's the one that's like, you know, it might be – 11 o'clock in the morning and he's like you know i could probably go back to sleep i think i will and then fall back asleep as long he trey can fall asleep on command yeah yeah that's why trey did all the diaper changes in the middle of the night and he would go get the babies uh if they were not in our bed no i didn't i would go pick them up and bring them on and you would i would literally i would literally go in and grab them yeah and then give them to you and you'd put them on the boob and fall asleep right and i'd go back to bed Exactly. I was like the, the the carrier. Right. But if I got up and then I changed the diaper, I would get overstimulated. And then you throw that on top of feeding, then I would not go back to sleep. But if you just handed me the baby, then well, here, um, take this. I would go right <laughs> back to sleep. I just, you can go to sleep on command. If, if I get woken up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Trey woke me up the other night at like one o'clock in the morning and he was dreaming and um then just like goes then just like goes right back to sleep and then i was up for an hour and that was just yeah it's just how it is so anyway um but overall you get better sleep at night make sure you go out in the morning or late in the evening um but we're talking about morning walks so go and go in the morning because it's hot it starts to get really hot make sure that you drink plenty of water when you wake up in the morning, you should be drinking a whole cup of water. Hot water with lemon is really great. Drink a whole cup of water and do that before you do anything else. I actually started doing that about a month ago because mm-hmm. I would always just go to coffee. Mm-hmm. First thing I had in my was coffee. Pure I acid. Literally take five to seven ounces of water and drink it, <clears throat> and it's the room temperature water. And I get more uh, alertness and and. I wake up more on the water than I do on the coffee. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we're, we wake up, but we're, we haven't had water in eight hours. We need to get hydrated. So uh, if you could do that before your walk, that would be um, that would be clutch. clutch. <laughs> um, you'll be nice and hydrated. Make healthier choices throughout the day. If you go for a walk in the morning, you're like I said, you're going to get everything moving. You're going to get your energy fired up. You're going to make better choices in your food. A lot of the choices that we make for food have to do with what's happening in our brain, what our brain is thinking, the hormones that are produced, um, anxiety, uh, stress, um, depression, um, the leptin, ghrelin levels, like all these things, these hormones and, and thoughts uh, are have a big effect on how we choose our food. But if you wake up in the morning and you just had this awesome free antidepressant pill um, dopamine hit by going on a walk, you are going to make better choices. Make it a part of your routine. Maybe you need to set out your clothes the night before. 
Maybe you need to sleep in your clothes. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you need to sleep in your clothes. I've done it before. Set your alarm clock. Um, get an accountability partner. You guys compare notes. Maybe you can't walk together, but maybe you and your friend are doing a challenge and y'all are, uh, you want to walk a certain amount of minutes per month. Get a group together. You don't have to be a fitness person to try to put a group together. You can, you can do it on your own. And um, if you don't have time in the morning, again, make it part of your commute. It, all those little extra steps that you take. You take the, uh, the steps instead of the elevator. You get off at the bus stop a couple of blocks early. Um, walk farther away from your car. You know, I've found a lot of, lot of time when we were slammed during the day. We'd drop the kids off at one of their basketballs or soccer or, you know, mm -hmm. volleyball or whatever they're into. And you'd have that hour to hour and a half of just sitting out in the parking lot or having time to kill, waiting to have to then go pick them up. And taking that time and either running or walking or exercising has been a good time for me to get some stuff in mm -hmm. because it's, it's, it's dead time. Yeah. You can have a go bag. And there's in your so car. many, I see so many parents just sitting in the, in their car for hours on, not hours, but just on their phone doing nothing. I'm not rather, saying that's bad. I'm just saying that's an opportunity. Yeah. I would rather get out there and walk, call a friend, or, I mean, if you absolutely need to scroll through Facebook and Instagram or whatever, then do it while you're walking. Just don't get hit by a car. <laughs> um, okay. Should you walk before or after eating breakfast? You know what? It depends on the person, but there is a lot to be said about walking and doing cardio on an empty stomach. They call it fasted cardio. So for you, that may work for you and you can get through your walk. Um, fantastic for other people. You know what? Their blood sugar might drop. Sometimes that happens to me. So I have uh, brought a little orange in my fanny pack, some glucose tablets, or maybe a packet of applesauce or something if I absolutely need it. So I try to go for a walk on an empty stomach, but sometimes my metabolism is, is different. So, um, uh, I think that's all I have. Um, but I did want to say that, um, some tips, you got to make sure you have great shoes. If you're walking every day, you really need to be replacing your shoes every couple of months at minimum, 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 um, three months, three months. I mean, technically runners are supposed to, every they're like tires, six weeks or they, so they gauge yeah. them. They gauge them on, um, they gauge the tread on them, on the miles that they've ran. Your feet take you everywhere. Take care of your feet. You've got to have a good tennis shoe. Don't skip out on it. That is an investment. Having good quality shoes is an investment into your overall health. Because if you do not have uh, good shoes and your feet mess up and then you can't walk, what happens then? Don't you wish you would have spent 30 well, bucks and extra? And try different ones. Like I've, I've tried the hookah and the... The Brooks and the Nikes and the Adidas and my particular foot, the way my arch is, um, Brooks has been the best one for me. And they have a lot of different brands and options. And Brooks gave me horrible heels. You first. can't wear Brooks. I can't. I have to wear Asics. And Avery can't wear Asics. She wears Brooks. Yeah. Different feet. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. Great shoes. Uh, fanny pack. I love wearing a fanny pack. Hard no. Yes. Fanny pack. Awesome. Got to have it. Just it's perfect. I'm I'm staying in the '90s. I'm telling you, I'm I'm doing it. You had your fanny pack, your inline rollerblades, your um, tank top, your sunglasses, your headphones, and your grandma hat. Mm -hmm. That's what you were rolling in the other day. Yep, I own it. Yep. Oh yeah, you did. I got my own style. Okay, fanny pack. Put an orange in it if you need it. Um, a packet of Go Go Squeeze. Maybe um, some glucose tablets if you absolutely have. If you have blood sugar issues, if you don't, don't worry about it. But otherwise, um, a charged up phone super important. I like to wear a Apple Watch um, to keep my steps. I want to get at minimum ten thousand steps per day. Wear a hat, ladies. There's no shame. You know what? There's no shame in wearing a grandma hat. Hey. I don't care because you know what. When I go out at night, I look great because I don't have sunspots. So, so there. I think it's fantastic. I'm very, very happy. For um, you. you can bring a little water if you need it, and um, there you go. So, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. We talked about a lot of different stuff, and rambled a lot, and had a lot of fun too. There you go. There we go. <laughs>
Don't forget to cuddle. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.